Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Today, Pastor J.D. teaches you that the future government is planning to upload an operating system into your blood via prescribed vaccines. This will ultimately be what is known as the mark of the beast. Don't fall for their deception. Know God's word and trust him. Let him make clear to you what is right and wrong. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's prophecy update as shared on January 10th, 2021. First question Will the vaccine become the mark of the beast foretold of in the book of Revelation? Answer Yes. I believe it will become the mark by virtue of the detail provided vis-a-vis the original translation in the book of Revelation. In other words, according to the book of Revelation, the mark will be a pharmaceutical tattoo with sharp palisade needles that is stamped on the forehand or forehead delivering the poison. Wow, pastor, where'd you get that? We just read it. I'm sorry, that was kind of mean. I didn't mean to yell at you, but right? That's why we go to the Word first. I don't mean to be snarky. Maybe I do. (laughs) We go first and foremost to the Word. Oh, but wait a minute. So-and-so said, I don't care what so-and-so said. It doesn't matter what so-and-so said. It only matters what did God say in His Word. Yeah, they said, no, come on, that's conspiracy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, okay, whatever, whatever. (laughs) There, that's... See, what happens when I take a couple weeks off? We're going to talk about this too in 2 Timothy, second service, by the way. The paramount importance of knowing the Word of God. Listen, we do not live in a world that is forgiving. We may have used to live in this world. That world does not exist anymore. The world where it was more forgiving of not really knowing God's Word. We don't live in that world anymore. I honestly do not know how Christians are going to survive in the days ahead not knowing the Word of God. We have to know God's Word. And the reason why, and again, we're going to, I'm preaching 2 Timothy's sermon in the prophecy update. Maybe I need to, I don't know. But here's the thing, there's these deceivers that Paul is warning Timothy about. And the reason they're able to deceive the vulnerable and the gullible 
is because they don't know God's Word, which is why they're so vulnerable and gullible in the first place. And these corrupt minds, these evil motives, these people worm their way in. They smell it. They can sniff it out. Easy prey. Fishing out of a bucket. Is that how that goes? I don't know. Let's just say that's how it goes. All right, back to our prophecy update already in progress. Palisades. What's a palisade? I'm so glad you asked. Pictured here is a photo of a medieval palisade, which is a sharp pointed fang-like stake that was used as a defensive structure. That's what a palisade is, and that's what the original word in the Greek New Testament for Mark says it is. This is a screenshot from newsbreak.com back on October 27th, in which they show this photo saying, the details from the Greek term for Mark, stamp or scratch, when considered with today's technology, reveal both the shocking accuracy of Scripture as well as the way the coming infamous soul-damning mark of the beast will be administered. Do those look like little palisades to you? How about this one? This was from Wednesday, last Wednesday, January 6th. What a day that was, by the way. BBC News publishes this article titled, COVID. Swansea Uni develops world's first vaccine smart patch. The first coronavirus vaccine smart patch is being developed at a Welsh university, researchers say. The disposable device uses microneedles, palisades, to both administer the vaccine and monitor its efficacy by measuring the body's immune response. A prototype will be developed by the end of March in the hope it can be put forward for clinical trials. Listen to this. Swansea University researchers aim to make the device commercially available within three years. Perfect. Perfect timing, right on schedule. What do you mean, Pastor? Oh, three years and uh, March. So let's just call it three and a half years. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Three and a half years at the midpoint of the seven-year tribulation, according to Daniel 9.27, and it comports with 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the Antichrist will set himself up in the rebuilt temple in Jerusalem and demand to be worshipped at the midpoint. I don't know, do these people like read the Bible and say, we need to have this ready in three years, three and a half years roughly? They go on, I'm still quoting. The smart patches, millimeter long microneedles made from polycarbonate or silicon will penetrate the skin to administer a vaccine. It will simultaneously measure a patient's inflammatory response 
to the vaccination by monitoring biomarkers in the skin. You know what that's referring to, right? And then listen to this. The device is then scanned. Oh, wait. <laughs> Scan. Forehead? Forehand? Oh, kind of like it is now. You'll forgive me. But aren't you scanned when you go into some places now? On your forehead? That's what I thought. Oh, it's all preparation. See, right now you can't go to that doctor's appointment unless they first scan your forehead and take your temperature. Oh, so they say. Well, <laughs> there's coming a day, apparently in three and a half years-ish, heavy on the ish, where they're going to have now this technology, this biotechnology that they will scan. It will be proof of your vaccination. And if they scan you and see that, that you have the vaccination, you can enter on in, you can get on that plane, you can go into that doctor's office, you can go into that store, you can go into your work, but you have to be scanned first. So the device is then scanned, providing a data reading that can be used to understand the efficacy of the vaccine and the body's response to it. That's why I believe it will be come, keyword, the mark of the beast. Question number two, will the vaccine change your human DNA? Answer, yes. And I would suggest that this is why we're told in Revelation 14, 9 through 11 that we just read, that those who take it will be damned and doomed to eternal torment. They will drink to the full from the cup of the indignation and the wrath of God. Why? Because they took the mark? Wow, that seems kind of disproportionate. Oh, wait a minute. Not when you understand that those who take it are no longer human. Actually, December 13th, if you're interested, we devoted an update to the altering of the human DNA as it was in the days of Noah, where the bloodline was corrupted by Satan's seed and the human DNA was changed. That's why God destroyed the earth, doomed and damned the earth. They were no longer human. They were a hybrid. See, Jesus came as a man to redeem man. And Satan knows that. And that's the why behind the what. Okay, let's talk about this. Again, this is why we go to Scripture first, right? A couple weeks ago, on December 22nd, I hesitate because we tried to provide the links, but they kept getting taken down. <laughs> to this video. So what we actually have is the link to Truth Matters, their website, uh, where I don't know if it's there yet. I sure hope they post it. Uh, but it's a must-see video of a full interview with Catherine Austin Fitz. And it's part of a documentary that's going to be coming out. So the interviews with these doctors and experts and professionals are going to be in that upcoming documentary. Well, this Catherine Austin Fitz is an American investment banker and former public official 
who served as managing director of Dillon Reading Company and as United States Assistant Secretary of Housing and Urban Development for Housing during the presidency of George H. W. Bush. I want you to listen to this quote in which she describes not only altering the human DNA, but get this, installing an operating system in the human body for the purpose of connecting it to the coming financial system. Quote, they want to combine this with transhumanism, which means literally, you know, I take injections that can institute the equivalent of an operating system in my body, and so I'm hooked up to the financial system, literally, physically, close quote. Let's see, operating systems have to be upgraded. Hmm, I wonder if that's why there needs to be a second vaccine. Oh, it's a booster shot. I found this from Moderna's own website. Speaking of installing an operating system via the vaccine, this is a screenshot from Moderna's site in which they describe in great detail what they refer to, their words, as their operating system. Quote, our operating system recognizing the broad potential of mRNA, M is for messenger RNA science. We set out to create an mRNA technology platform that functions very much like an operating system on a computer. It is designed so that it can plug and play, more like plug and pray, (laughs) interchangeably with different programs. In our case, the program or app is our mRNA drug, pharmaceutical, sorcery, the unique mRNA sequence that codes DNA for a protein. Still quoting, our mRNA medicines, the software of life, more like the software of death. Quoting, utilizing these instruction sets gives our investigational mRNA medicines a software-like quality. We also have the ability to combine different mRNA sequences encoding for different proteins in a single mRNA investigational medicine. Um, Again, the links are below, but I have Uh, links to videos of Bill Gates in his own words, using a model of the human DNA strand, talking about how they cut it, using what's known as CRISPR-Cas9 technology, which Lord willing, again, we'll talk more about in depth next week. It actually splices your human DNA and inserts this operating system. All right, let's keep moving. Question number three. Will the vaccine be mandated? Answer, yes it will. And actually it seems that it may already be starting to happen. And here's the thing. 
it's not just a mandated vaccination, but also a mandated detention as well. A little over a week ago, Mike Montgomery, a fellow Calvary Chapel pastor in Red Wing, Minnesota, emailed me his post on Parler having to do with this proposed legislation in New York. What follows are excerpts from a four-page PDF file that we again have the link to below, quote, to require an individual who has been exposed to, (laughs) that's pretty broad, or infected by a contagious disease to complete an appropriate prescribed course of treatment, preventive medication, or vaccination, including directly observed therapy to treat the disease and follow track trace infection control provisions for the disease. Still quoting, the public health law is amended by adding a new section to read as follows. Removal and detention of cases, contacts, and carriers. Again, that's pretty broad. Who are or may be a danger to public health. The provisions of this section shall be utilized in the event that the governor declares a state of health emergency due to an epidemic of any communicable disease. What? Unilaterally? Yeah. Arbitrarily? Yeah. Any disease? Yeah. The governor? Yeah. Isn't that Cuomo? Yeah. For those of you online members in New York, we love you so much. We'll be praying for you guys. Still quoting, I'm sorry if I'm making light of it. I, if I don't, I'll cry, literally, because you know I, I'm, a, I'm a crier. I cry like a man, right? So still quoting, the governor may order the removal and or detention of such a person or of a group of such persons by issuing a single order. Such person or group of persons shall be detained, listen to this, in a medical facility or other appropriate facility or premises, can you say concentration camps, designated by the governor. A person who is detained in a medical facility or other appropriate facility or premises shall not conduct himself or herself in a disorderly manner and shall not leave or attempt to leave such facility or premises. This is a biggie, and I needed to probably save myself a little more time on question number four, which is that of, will the vaccine have fetal tissue from aborted babies? Answer, yes. Please hear me out, okay, on this. I need to make you aware that online searches yield only censored fact-checking sites, which to me is part and parcel to the deception we just read about in Revelation chapter 18, verse 23. 
by your sorceries, your pharmaceutical sorceries, you deceived all of the nations. It's a deception. Thus the reason why they have scrubbed, censored, removed every website that in fact proved this to be fact, but God, right? (laughs) Upon further research, one can find that it is a fact that fetal tissue from aborted babies has been used in vaccines and at the very least was used in the development of this vaccine. Now why do I say it that way? Because nobody really knows what's even in this vaccine, as we're about to see here in a moment. Pictured here is a screenshot from AstraZeneca's global policy, and I want to quote from it. They all but admit they use fetal tissue. Quote, our use of human embryonic stem cells, HESCS, and other fetal tissue, our use of fetal tissue, genetic information, DNA, other human biological samples, and get this, genetically modified organisms. Another one of the links that we've provided is of a video from about, I think about 2015, where Bill and Melinda Gates, I think they're in uh, Brussels, Belgium at a conference, and Bill Gates is like, you know, we talk about safety of the vaccines, and you know what we're doing, right? We're taking these needles, and we're just jamming them into the kid's arms. He does it just like that. We're just jamming them. These genetically modified organisms. You know what genetically modified organisms are, right? They're organisms that modify genetics. I know that's deeply profound. Other human biological samples and genetically modified organisms must be in line with the requirements of this policy. Oh, so you do use them. Yeah. October 9th, NBC News reported that fetal cells from fetal tissue was used in COVID-19 drug research. Quoting, three COVID-19 vaccine candidates that have received federal funding through the White House's Operation Warp Speed have also used cells from fetal tissue in their research. AstraZeneca and Moderna both use the HEK293T cell line in early studies on their vaccines. Johnson & Johnson use a different cell line called PER.C6 also derived from fetal cells to test its vaccine's effectiveness against COVID-19. And you've got ministries telling people that this is an answer to prayer. This vaccine is a miracle from God and calling any pastor or Christian that says otherwise stupid idiots. That's not an exaggeration, by the way. Talk about deception. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. 
Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.